We have strippers in the back. <laughs> no stone unturned. No stone unturned. <laughs> oh, God. got a notification there okay that's we're, twice as good hey listen we're embarking on a whole new journey center oh god this is scary <laughs> do you want to tell people what that is well depending on how this works out they'll be able to watch us hey on bring video. you in the living room this Hold is on. it this is us folks now that they can see us we gotta get this little guy in here he's gonna get us some place for sure Everybody, this is the Maltese you all heard about. His name is Princey. All right, Prince. All right, Prince. You're stealing the show. Let's go. He's a little baby. (laughs) That's my dog, P. It's my dog, P. In the last episode, I hinted in the summary, in the description, which I know all of you read, by the way. You do a good job with those descriptions. (laughs) Thank you. I want to say real shit, but I'm thinking about Dizzy, so I'm like, real real stuff. (laughs) Real things. Um, yeah, so I hinted that there may be some cool, cha- <laughs> some cool changes coming. <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> it's turning to fucking episode of MTV Raps. So <laughs> Jesus, Christ. we have strippers in the back. <laughs> no stone unturned. No stone unturned. <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. I was just saying, I hinted that there will be uh, maybe some changes coming up in the podcast, some cool mm-hmm. new things, and um, well, here we are. I thought we would probably like bring them out one at a time, but we're going full full Monty here. We're trying with the video, and if it works out, we'll actually put it out, and uh, let's see what people think. I think it's pretty cool. Here's the thing. The unedited version, baby, is real raw and uncut. Raw dog like the Franks ain't cooked is one of my boys would say. You guys get that, right? Think about that. Raw dog like the Franks ain't cooked. But that's it. It did take a second for me to get it. There uh, you go. Above all, like that right there, I can't take that out. That's live. It's real. But above all, 
But above all, I think it's going to be really cool if we can figure out this video stuff, man. So it's just a, a different medium. I've told Cynic, I was like, look, if I have the option to watch a podcast or listen to it, I'm always going to have the option. Of, I'm always going to take the option to watch it, you know. So we'll see how it goes, man. Mm, it should be fun. Yeah. yeah, we have a little mini episode today. It's a little amuse-bouche, if you will. You know, you know what amuse-bouche is? I do not. It's a French word for appetizer. And I really hope it's French because I can't edit it out if I'm wrong now. <laughs> Remember we were okay. talking about the whole f- the fine dining stuff? and Yeah. Where'd yeah, you learn like that a, at a French like restaurant? Like a, a mise en place, the process of prepping. So when you're chopping up the garlic and the onions and the peppers and you have that already, that's called a mise en place. And I know that from all the cooking shows that I watch because the French culinary word, world is, you know, that's where the really the fine dining comes from. It comes mm-hmm. from the French. Okay. So an amuse-bouche is... It's an appetizer. It's a little, just like a little, one bite, boom, one bite. Mm. And that's what this episode is, one bite. So a little short one, but um, because of life's events. That's right. I was like, yo, Cynic, we got to get together, man. I don't know, baby, look. I don't know, maybe we fall back into another week rhythm. I don't know. I, I Look, I got nothing. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that we're here for you guys. What we're going to be talking about today, excuse me, can't edit that out, got to live with it. We'll be passing Earth on the 18th, which is two days from now. Today is Sunday the 16th, for those who don't know. And yeah, man, anytime we could be relevant and in your ear, in your face, mm-hmm. we don't do that, man. So we want to get with you guys and chop it up a bit, talk about what uh, real-life Armageddon is looking like for us. I mean, we already mentioned what was meant to be the mini so We mentioned it like 10 minutes ago. It was supposed to be a five-minute segment. Basically, look, there's an asteroid headed for Earth. We're all going to um, die! <laughs> Sorry, no, we're not. Yeah, it, it's supposed to be flying by on the 18th. Really quick, like, because there's not too much information that we can tell you guys that you can't already find on your own. What's this asteroid called? Uh, 7482 1994 PC1. Put that in Google. Look it up. Yep. But there's this cool website from NASA called NASA Eyes or eyes.nasa.gov. Actually, I think Devo mentioned it once when he was on uh, one of the episodes. Mm. Shout out to Devo. Shout out to Devo. If you go to that website, you can actually see like a live trajectory of this thing. Um, and then all of the other asteroids and, and Earth, all like all of their um, their trajectories. You can see it all on this website. So it's pretty cool. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I don't know if you can see it. I think if you have basic telescope, they say you should be able to see it. But I don't know. It's, a, it's apparently going to be a kilometer wide or it is a kilometer wide. Which, if you don't know what a kilometer is, I'm sorry, but it's big. It's bigger than most of the asteroids that they track, which is why they're considering this one uh, potentially hazardous. They classify it as potentially hazardous. To make it easier for the scale, two and a half Sears Towers would be the size of it if we were looking to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard something similar. I heard two Empire State Buildings. Something like that. One of those towers. Two and a half of those bad boys. I heard the size of the Golden Gate Bridge, whatever. Yeah. PHA as a potentially hazardous asteroid, which is how they classify it, I guess. Yeah. Because of its size and because of its, um, how close it's going to come potential. Yeah. Yeah. Robert McNaught was the individual who discovered it. But of course, I mean, the thing's been flying around there since who knows when, probably since the beginning of the goddamn God universe or something. But yeah, I saw a chart that shows how how often or like when it's coming by and how close it'll be. This is going to be, this is by far going to be the closest pass for the next like 60, 80 years or something like that. Yeah, with that being said, it's going to be 1.2 million miles away from us. Mm-hmm. When you think about distance, it's still getting closer 
closer than we would like. For anybody wondering, 43,754 miles an hour is the speed that it's traveling. And uh, it's a doozy, man. I actually have a fun fact today that's connected to asteroids. Uh, we can pop that in whatever we see fit. But yeah, just some quick footnotes as far as what it is, how far it is, how far it's traveling, whether or not it's really a threat. It's not. But too close for comfort. I found that chart, that chart that I was telling you about. Check the No Stone Unturned Instagram, suckers. So right now, this time around, it's going to be 1.9 million kilometers. Sorry, that's what I got here. The next time it comes by is in 2058. Then it's going to be 22 million kilometers, so it's much further away. Much further. And yeah. and it goes on that way. So 2069, 2105, 2130. This chart lists it all the way to 2194. I'm sure we'll be around by then. We can refer to our this episode when uh, when that comes around. By that time, NBC will be you know what I'm saying will be picking us up. Right? NBC get on it. NSU baby, NSU. It's fucking household name, man. Let me tell you, have you seen Don't Look Up? <clears throat> I have. Don't look up. The premise of that. I mean, the only thing is, is that it's not fucking 1.2 million miles away. It's coming to Earth, but it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it. It, I, I think especially in the day and age that we're living in with media spinning things and they just they, they did it very tastefully I think like it's still a comedy but it's not meant to be a comedy Leonardo's the freaking man you know he did a great job with it and I think the ending man I want to I, listen I don't want to if you haven't seen it you're screwed spoiler alert put, put mute for the next 20 seconds while the, <laughs> they're waiting for their impending doom and they know the asteroid is coming to earth they're sitting down and they're having dinner together you know, and they're enjoying that time for what it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought that was very, uh, I thought that was very telling, man. You know, like if, if we knew the world was ending, how would we choose to yeah, to spend those last couple moments? Would it be around the dinner table with our loved ones, you know, with no phone in sight, right? Which is kind of like, man, so why are we doing that now? Why should we wait till the world is about to end till we start doing that? It's like when people pass away, all of a sudden those people were the greatest people ever. Yeah. And I've always said it like, yo, don't say it to a casket. If you got something to say to somebody you know because we're always so afraid of bigging somebody up or giving somebody too much credit say it now that they're here because when they leave they, they were freaking they it's were saints. weird right but when yeah. they were here we got nothing to say you know like i get it i get it because you're you know you're you're mourning and you're thinking about all the best times of what, that you spent with that person but it's, it's always like i always have that thought it's like how how can it always be that the person was amazing was the best was Come whatever on. Come on, like if if that's how we really feel, let's say it to that person now. Let's stop fucking. Let's not be afraid to be vulnerable, people. So let's so either we're not it. saying it when we should, or the or person we're talking, really isn't all that great. <laughs> I think. Listen, but here's my thing, right? If somebody near and dear to me passes away, I'm not gonna make that person out better. You know, I'm not gonna make that person out to be Mother Teresa if that person wasn't. I can still miss that person without doing that. I can still say like, man, I'm gonna miss those memories and those talks and so on and so forth. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't adapt that. But I. I think it's something that people do, and maybe it's out of respect for the person. I mean, there is something. There is a saying, right, that you don't talk ill of the dead, right? There's a certain respect you have for the people that have passed on. You can still have that respect without saying that they were Barack Obama. That's all I'm saying. You know. <laughs> and if you really feel, let's say, if you really feel like that person was that, then man, let's start practice. Let's practice telling that to each other on a day-to-day basis. You know what I mean? Like. Let's not wait till that person's gone. You know, I forgot. I don't know how we got there, but that movie was pretty cool, man. That movie was pretty cool. The message in it was really cool. And I think it's very, the, the irony, picture an iron and then a hyphen and a Y, the irony 
um, of it. <laughs> Visual. The irony of it that we actually have an asteroid passing us. Pretty cool that that's lining up that way, man. So, yeah. so let's hear this fun fact. I'm really curious to see what you got this week. Some good stuff, man. There's some good stuff. All right. So. Do So today's fun fact is asteroids are rich in minerals and water. And we're gonna we're gonna go down down a journey on this one by itself. Okay. Ties in kind of a little bit to the don't look up because that's why they wanted to let it hit right for the greed of it. Right. You know, like, oh, right. we can mine, we can mine shit, right? So asteroids are a rich source of carbon, silica, and metals. Some have water, ice trapped in the rubble mass. Astronomers conjecture that when asteroids frequently collide with planets in the early days, they delivered some of the vital elements to the planets. They believe life processes on Earth could have kickstarted this way with carbon deposit. Humans are exploring asteroids aggressively with an intent to mine asteroids' mineral repositories. Some probes are on the way back with asteroid rock samples for scrutiny i think for me with the whole asteroid thing like people don't understand like how an asteroid could potentially be a big problem for us right but it's not necessarily the potential wave that it can create if it lands in the ocean where the tsunami could travel across a country versus just the coast and Mm -hmm. wipe out a whole country if it's big enough but it's a dust cloud that kicks up if it lands on on land and that is what shields the sun. So then we go into like an ice age, right? Mm-hmm. Because if the cloud is so thick, it's going to take years for it to settle again. And while that dust cloud is in the air because of the impact, you know, obviously a lot of sun isn't getting to us and things die. And we all know how the ice age went. You know, one of the real terrors with the asteroid is it not necessarily that it's going to blow up Earth and everybody's going to die off an explosion, but what can happen if it lands on Earth or even if it lands on water and it's large enough? When it comes to the minerals and things, though, the fact that it has water in it, it does lead you to believe, if you don't believe in God said, let there be light, and you believe more on the scientific scientific side of things, that there was a bang that started everything, right? I think an asteroid coming to, like, crashing in, colliding with Earth, and kickstarting that process of how we even got water on here, right? I think that's an interesting an interesting take on it, to be honest, man. Like, it makes sense for me, you know, that something like that could happen, and it, the chain of event, or the chain reaction better said it could mm-hmm. ultimately mean that we have human beings walking this earth just because an asteroid hit so we could be afraid of it but it could be the reason why we're here you it could know. be it could be but keep in mind like well i don't need to remind you of it but as beneficial as it may have been to the beginning of life you know whatever was here when that thing happened when, when that ev- event happened got murked. it's terrifying like it's extremely violent I would probably even go as far to say just that if if it were coming, if one, if an asteroid were coming to towards Earth, you might want to be just in the impact zone, <laughs> because what comes later could be even worse potentially. Because just imagine the chaos. Yeah, when when everything, you know, all societies, functions, and everything just start to collapse. Um, how people will start to behave and and if you are not someone who knows how to do basic survive, things yes then you're yes. going to either become a victim or you're just going to starve to death i mean that's what i'm saying you if it, if it's coming if it's really one of those end of the world things 
or you know potential end of the world you might want to just be in the impact zone and get it over <laughs> whoa cynic this guy said wherever it's gonna land take a road trip there and disintegrate I I'm did saying, not see you taking that route. No, I love consider, it. Consider I love the, it. the alternative. Like, you know, everybody always talking about, oh, you surviving, surviving. Yeah, but how are you going to be living? How are you going to survive? He said, yo, yeah. if you don't know how to hunt and fish, find out wherever that thing is dropping and let it take, let it take you, baby. Because you're going to be you're gonna be the ones picked off first. Oh, I'm just man. saying. You've been warned. But here, look, there's a show, and we talked about it before, Doomsday Preppers. When things yeah. like this happen... Even when COVID happened, like that's right up the alley as far as, <laughs> right, well, a potential threat coming in and um, being able to shift things for us and, and life as we know it. When you think about the doomsday preppers, though, like they're not really that crazy, right? When we hear about things like this being as close as they are, because that's right. their whole thing, that there right. is going to be a collapse. Like another thing is a, a EMP, right, or solar flare. The solar flare happens, knocks out all technology. We're not able to get access to our banks where, where our money is, right? Because our banks, our money is all digital now. <laughs> You're worried about money, <laughs> fucking end of the world. No, but here's it. But that's what's going to create the chaos, though. It's yeah, not. Sure, it's yeah. not that I'm worried about it, but that's the first domino that falls. And when people can't get access to the money, you know, shit happens. And obviously, if if there's an issue like that, we're not we're not able to connect anything. There is no going to work. <laughs> Everything is fucked. Yeah, they don't look so crazy, man, when, when things like this happen. But let me tell you, they I agree with you. I agree with you. When when things like that happen, you know, if shit hits the fan, these guys are gonna be well prepared, right? They're preppers. But let's not kid ourselves. I mean, e- even they can only have so much stocked away. And if you're talking about months, potentially years, because what you said about the dust and the impact it would have on the on the atmosphere, mm-hmm. the sun being blocked and blocked temperatures. Out. That's not something that's going to go away in a few weeks or no. maybe even a couple of months. No. Yeah, and eventually, decades. Eventually, they'll also have to have some survival skills, which I guess if you're a prepper, you probably do. It's probably part of your whole repertoire to, to be also able to hunt and whatever. Hey, listen, man. If I had to choose between finding out where it's going to land and driving to that, to that spot so I don't feel it or... Having a bunker that gives me two years of life and figuring it out after those two years, I'll take the latter, man. <laughs> Cynic is just like, take me now, man. Take me now, baby. You remember <laughs> that? You remember um, that movie, Deep Impact? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so sure. there's a there's that part. I don't know if you remember towards the end um, when the thing when the asteroid hits the female main character. I can't remember her name. Uh, I haven't seen that movie in a while, man. Well, her her mom, her parents are divorced, right? And her mom, she thinks she's going to be alone for the end. But it turns out her ex-husband shows up. And they're standing, I think, on a beach. Oh, yeah. It's that scene. And they're just standing there waiting for the wave to come. Wow. I remember that. That's how it ends, I think, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's towards the end. Towards Um, the end. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Babito. I don't know about that one. Yo, I don't know if I want to live in the remnants of... society i really don't i don't know if i want to be in society right now that it's all I destruction think, i mean maybe it also depends on your your family situation right if you have kids and stuff and you don't want to leave your kids behind what if the wifey and your son say hey well we want we want to try to survive pops yeah well then you then i gotta stick through it right okay okay but if we all decide <laughs> if we're all on the same page we're going out together <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Hilarious. So let's let's hope that's not a scenario that any of us have to live through. You know, for me, 
something like that seems like Hollywood, right? But with just experiencing COVID, that whole thing with mm. the outbreak and it literally shutting down the world, like nobody really thought that was going to happen. We didn't think we were going to see that in our lifetime. So mm. now that we entertain this idea, I can't just be like, oh, that's Hollywood. There's like, oh, well, anything <laughs> could happen because look what we just, look what we're still going through. Look at this volcano. Oh my gosh. You saw a tsunami it created? The volcano, yeah, the volcano. Uh, I think we dodged another bullet, right? Because this, this, these things happen, often happen in the middle of nowhere, Pacific. And people are still affected because of their islands around there, right? But mm-hmm. it's a small group of people that are affected. But imagine that happening in what near some big city or something like that. You saw the video, the the satellite image. There's satellite image that they caught when the thing erupted. Yes, I saw. It. I sent you the article. Bro, you're crazy. Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see it? It's funny because the video sent me today. Uh, it's the link is in the article I sent you. So I'm like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> No, because the, saw it again. I what I sent you today it had video of the of people on the ground. That's yeah, what I was trying to show you. That was that was part of that original article as well. There was a Twitter link in the article that oh. I originally sent you. <laughs> That's why I'm like, well, maybe you didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> that same guy backing up because he's going in reverse while the water's coming. I'm like, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I he guess cynic really. Link. The next day I send it back. Yo, check this. <laughs> Well, what you did was you send the link within the link that I that I sent. In your defense, it wasn't the same. <laughs> you know, you have to go through it to see it. But nah, man, it's those tsunamis are another thing. Um, what's that movie called? The movie is called The Impossible. If you haven't seen it, man, maybe we should just have like you know how we have all these all these <laughs> different segments. Maybe we should just have a freaking movie segment we're always a talking movie about segment. movies yeah just recommend it you know nah, the, nah, yeah because nah, then, then there's pressure then there's pressure no yeah then there's pressure if it happens in the flow of conversation is different but now if you tell us every episode we got to come up with a movie recommendation <laughs> it's going to take away the luster out of it so let's not do that but this movie's called the impossible it's on netflix i recommend you watch it as well write it down bro so you can watch it and it's really fucking scary well, because but tomorrow i'll just end up recommending it to you so <laughs> <laughs> So, yo, 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 when you have a chance, watch this, baby. Oh, yeah, I know. I told you about it. You think about a tsunami, at least for me, you know, you always thought about something that was the size of a building, you know, coming at 500 miles an hour. The tsunamis that we're seeing nowadays, they're not really those massive waves, but they, the destruction that they that happens is still as mm-hmm. catastrophic. Yeah, man, the way they, they just travel and they take everything out. And you don't think about, like, that movie, The Impossible, does a really good job of showing you... Because for me, I always think, well, just ride the wave, man. <laughs> ride the wave until it fucking stops, dude. Like, I got this. But no, there's debris flying in that water. There's fucking cars coming at you. Debris coming at you. There's a lot of shit in there that you really don't account for. When in your head, you think, can you survive it, right? Yeah, yeah. You think it's just so clean it water, you. like from it, a pool. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I got this. Like, yo, I'll just be on top of a whip, you know? Ride the wave, baby. <laughs> no, it's not. it's not that simple. All right, bro. What we got next? What we got next for these peeps? Listen to me. I'm stumbling in this bad boy. I thought it was a Misha's cupcake. Now it's a full cupcake. So I follow your lead on this, man. Do you know? Do you guys have Misha's cupcake over there? I don't even know what you're saying. Oh, Can Misha's. Can you spell it? You silly <laughs> German. Misha's. M I S H A apostrophe S, if I'm not mistaken. It's just a dessert place, but they're, they're mini cupcakes. They're not full cupcakes. It's a dessert. Place. Yeah, it's like a sweets place. Oh man, how are we gonna know for the is mini that a cupcakes? Chain? Is that an international chain? You're not gonna know. Hey, listen, it's not my fault you live on the wrong side of the world. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> Those macaroons that we tried there, 
Remember the macaroons that we tried from the bakery? You don't remember, son. You don't remember. Those I macaroons do. Macaroons were fire. It was from first them? time I tried macaroons was in 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 Europe, actually. Are you talking about that little French bakery? Wait, it's a it's magnifique. In Prince Albert, by the way, Prince Albert is the name of the district. Um, they closed. What? They closed. Yeah, the dudes. Um, it was owned by two two guys, and they uh, picked up stakes and moved down to Munich. No Who way. Knew? So that's unfortunate, but considering the fact that we live so far away from there now, it doesn't make any difference to us anyway. Yeah, man, those were good. So what else we got, bro? Um, let's see Yo, here. Talk to me. Whenever you're ready, I'm gonna recount to you this crazy ass dream that I had on. Let's the actually let's get into that right now, baby. Let's go. I woke up and I was like, this shit felt too real. You text me right away. I know. And I was like, write it down. We need content for the show. Write it down. You know, that's the problem with dreams. Like, if you ever get into dreams, if you read up on them, like on the whole dream thing, dream interpretation, mm-hmm. they, they say that you should write them down, like have a journal or something. But how does that work? Like, I haven't figured out a good way to do that. Because when I wake up in the morning, dead ass tired. I don't, I'm not going to grab a notepad and start writing my dreams. And I'm telling you, five minutes later, that shit is already fading. It's already fading, yeah. I don't know if you would do it to every dream. It has to be something like, at least the way I interpret it to be done. It would have to be something impactful like that night. And you would just have like a journal next to your bed. And half asleep, you would, you know, come to and start writing. Because mm, I, I don't know if, if you would do that every with every dream. Depends. Because I don't dream. At least I don't remember the dream that I dream every night. It depends on you, like how how much you you want to record. Like it yeah, could be that every yeah, dream yeah. has some message for you, or you think so. Damn, if you dream that much, though, or if you remember that much, that must be. Well, well here's the cool thing. I don't know about you, but like I might go sometimes weeks, months where I I don't remember dreams, so I effectively think I haven't dreamt, although yeah. I'm sure I have. Yeah. Same. But then I, I realized that at some point and I can actually remember the dream, remember that I dreamed if I, before I go to bed, if I tell myself I'm going to remember my dream. Same I don't know here. if you've ever tried that. You've tried that. Yeah. I find that really, really cool because it's Crazy. totally subconscious. You yeah. Know, it's completely subconscious, but it actually works. When I was younger, I would tell myself I want to dream today. Okay. Yeah. Same concept though, right? I would tell myself I want to dream today. And surely enough, I would remember what I dreamt about the following day. That's cool. I was I've been a I've been a dreamer since I was a, a little youngin. You know, dreams are nice. Dreams are warm and cuddly. I want to I want to dream today. Who the fuck wants to dream today? I wanted to dream today, son. All right, let's see. I don't know if this one's warm and cuddly, but let's see. No, but they're listen. They're not all warm and cuddly. Sometimes <laughs> you wake up in a cold sweat. That's life. Let's hear it, cynic. <laughs> all right, so. This one, it's just weird. It wasn't like a horror show or something. Sometimes they don't make sense, bro. Why does this person have a dog's face? I don't understand. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Why does Prince have a human face? I, I don't get it. All right. <laughs> Why does he have a driver's license? <laughs> All right. So here we go. So in the dream, I'm walking with someone that I suppose is a friend. I can't tell you who the person is because I don't know. I just know I'm walking with someone. I seem to know them. Okay. We're walking outside. We're kind of walking through some kind of like a corporate park, you know, like where there are a lot of office buildings around. Mm-hmm. Um, but they seem from the outside like they're like it's unused or abandoned or something that, you know, they don't look like something that's been kept up. As we continue to walk, we decide to go into one of them just to explore. 
we don't notice any people, right? Like I said, it looks kind of abandoned. So we, we decided to go in to explore and we notice that as we go through the office space, we don't recognize the space in any way. It looks like a totally like some random building. But there are things, at least for me in the dream, there are things that I'm seeing in the space, like photos, um, belongings, things that I'm seeing that I do recognize. So it seems like I don't know where this place is, but the stuff inside is leading me to believe that I've either been here or I know the people who've been here, whatever. Creepy. So I'm walking through. I notice all these different things that are familiar, like I said, photos, reminding me of people that I've worked with before or like projects that I've worked on before. Eventually, I come across another photo and I'm in this photo, this one that I that I just came across. So it seems like in this photo, I'm in it and I'm working like it's a photo someone took while I was at work. The weird thing, besides everything that's happened so far, is that the person that I'm with doesn't seem as surprised by this as I am surprised by it. So I'm coming across photos. One of the photos I come across, I happen to be in the photo. It's a photo of me at work amongst team members. Okay. The weird thing is that the person that I'm with doesn't seem as surprised or shocked about this strange event as I do. But whatever, we keep going. Mm-hmm. At some point, we run into someone. Okay. We actually now we've run into a person. It seems like they came out of nowhere because I, I can't tell, but all of a sudden they were there. They seem friendly. They invite us into one of the offices. And as they're talking to us, then I start to notice kind of in the peripheral that there are now more people. There's like more life in the office all of a sudden. So we're sitting down talking and I notice like kind of this on sort of the corner of my eye, like there's like a whiteboard and on it, something is written and it's got the name of whoever this person I'm with is. And it's saying something about um, how this person had applied for a job at this place. So now I'm getting like a little bit, I'm starting to think what the hell's going on here? Because right? this person seems to actually know this place, right? He he or she has apparently applied for a job here. It seemed really weird. As I'm noticing it, they kind of collapsed the, the whiteboard or turn it or whatever. But mm-hmm. I had already seen what I you needed to see. It. And it already made me made me realize something weird is going on. So I'm feeling kind of like this person knows something. I'm like, this person is like, you know, Creepy. Like I don't trust this person. Right? <laughs> yeah, it feels like a setup. So <laughs> now I'm noticing a lot more things, a lot more names like on the walls and projects and stuff that I worked on. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, I realized this, this is pretty much where I worked before. Only thing different is that physical office. But everything here is like someplace I've worked at before. And I'm talking to one of these people who appeared out of nowhere. And they proceed to explain to me that when they took over the office building, they took it over with everything that was in it, including all the stuff that belonged to the people from before. Mm. which this is the explanation why all this stuff is here that I recognize for some reason. They just took it all over. makes no goddamn sense, but this is what the person told me, and I find it extremely odd because now I'm feeling like, is this an experiment, or am I in the Twilight Zone? That's what it sounds like, one of those Twilight Zone episodes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So now this person is kind of leading us through, kind of giving us a tour, right? And as we walk through the hallway, I'm seeing a lot of doors in the hallway, but they're all closed. You know, you kind of have the feeling that they're off limits. But eventually I end up kind of going into one of the doors out of curiosity. 
And once I'm in there, I'm pretty much trapped. Like I feel like I'm trapped in there. And I'm in there and there are all these other people in there that seem to be in the same situation as me. Like they've been trapped in there. Like they don't want to be in there, right? They've just been trapped in there. So, <laughs> and again, this is all feelings. Shutter so, Island over here, man. So now I'm what I'm feeling in here, because it's not that someone spoke this to me. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like they've put us in here for a reason. Like they want something from us or they want us to do something. And then what I start to get the feeling of is that we're in here in order to help continue the illusion that's going on outside. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Like, that's our purpose. They want us to do something. I don't know what it is. But whatever it is, it's to help keep the illusion that's going on outside going. To keep selling it. So so that other people get tricked and get brought in here to this Mm. room. You know what I mean? Mm. So now I'm starting to feel a little panicky. Because I'm feeling, you know, the, the, the feeling of being trapped or whatever. Little antsy, little antsy. And so I'm starting to think I got to get out of here. How can I get out of here? But I'm not like physically trying to open doors. I'm somehow trying to mentally will myself out of there, if you know what I mean. You know, I'm, I'm somehow thinking this isn't real. You know, I, I got to get out of here. Mm. And as I start to, you know, kind of mentally will my way out of there, my alarm rings. And then I wake up. <laughs> Imagine how long you were in that I got to get out of here space because that for you was right after. Maybe you were stuck there for two hours. I got to get out. I got to get out. Oh, no. I got to get out. But that was that was really weird. And then That's, the alarm yeah. ringing at that moment. It's like there's some some weird shit going on with time when you're in a dream, right? Because it's like, how it's is like it Inception. that with my alarm ringing, <laughs> my dream is fitting right into this because I'm willing myself to try and get out of the space that I'm in. And my alarm wakes up and brings me out of the space that I'm in. That's what it feels. That's why I said, like, you felt like that was right away. But yeah. in real time, it could have been two hours. It Maybe that been. happened at freaking 3 a.m. And you were trying to get out of there for that amount of time until your or your, you know, internal clock knew what time it was in the night. Exactly. And knew to leave that part of the dream towards the end. So you would wake up. Right. Exactly. Some inception shit. Like I knew. That what I needed to do to wake up was about to happen. So I started the process of trying to build myself out of it. And then the thing happened that I was expecting. Have you ever woken <laughs> up and been happy that it was whatever you were going yeah. through was a dream? A Bro, few times, yeah. a few times. There's no better feeling than waking up from a shitty dream and taking a deep breath and being like, oh, man. You know? <laughs> like when mm-hmm. people say in real life, like, I thought it was a dream or like, I get it. Because there, that that breath that I take, I'm, yeah. I'm in my bed. Who knows, man? Who knows, though? Who knows if we were really dreaming and that didn't really happen? And somehow, boom, we wake up in our bed and we thought it was a dream, but we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know, man. I heard this the other day. When we dream, we can't make up faces that we haven't seen. That's why sometimes you'll dream and the man didn't have a face. Oh, that's interesting. Right? You'll see a body, but you, yeah. So anytime you dream and you put somebody in your dream, the faces that are in your dream aren't faces that you create. With this day and age that we're living in, though, that we scroll through social media and we see so much random faces, how is that affecting our dreams? That's another good point. And not only social media, it it can just be surfing the web. It can be the access to technology that we have now. It's at our fingertips, right? Maybe social media is not your thing, but everybody's on the internet. 
doing something, right. right? Right. The amount of people that we see that we don't know on a personal level on, on a day to day, how is that affecting, you know, what we're creating in here when, when we're sleeping and we're in that subconscious, you For know? For sure it's affecting it. For sure it is, man. It's changing our, our genetic makeup and the way we, you know, we process things. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the people who lived back in, in before all this. They go back to like the medieval times. Or cavemen people, even. Or they, I mean, how many people would they have seen in their life? Like They would only dream many. about the, the freaking Zimbabwe queen next to them, you know? Like, like you can only dream from your, from your understanding. But that's a really cool thing or point. But I think, I'm like, I know that there's been people in my dream that I didn't, I didn't recognize, but maybe I saw that face somewhere else and didn't realize that I put it in that, you know, in that place. Because I'm not going to say that every time I've dreamt, it's been somebody I know. Sometimes it's like it was this it was this lady and I didn't I didn't know her. But who knows where I got that face from? Yeah, I was just going to say one thing and then then like I'm done with the dream topic Um, in this dream that I just recounted. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned, this person that I was with, I don't know who they were. They didn't know like there was no name that I could refer to and there was no face that I could refer to. So this is probably a good example of what you were saying. Oh, so this wasn't you, but you said it was your friend, but you assumed that was the relationship because the cheekiness that you guys had. It was based not on because a it was somebody that you necessarily knew. Yeah, exactly. you probably saw that guy on CNN. He was probably in the back of a photo picking up trash. And no, but I don't have a face. There was no face that I can remember. Oh, that's, that's what why. I'm saying. The man with no face. But that happens to us a lot. I, I'm sure people can relate that there was there's an image and there's a body and there's but there's no face. Like it's just nothing that we can connect. You know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That could have definitely been in it. I thought there was a face of this person. Like, there was actually somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's even creepier, man. Hey, we got to look. Let's write a screenplay. No stone unturned. Hot Ghost Hollywood. Let's We're write a screenplay. Out. You know what I'm saying? The, we, you got Get Out from, you know, the, the Peel guy from Key and Peel. I don't know if you guys, you know, you guys hear about that over there? You ever seen Get Out? You silly Europeans. Yes, I have seen Get Out. Well, so the, the director, he's actually um, a comedian. And he started on Comedy Central. He has a partner. I think it's Key. It's Key and Peel. So whatever, one or the other. But you never thought that he was gonna, tr- you know, branch over to like horror movies because he was always a comedian on Comedy on Comedy Central. And he fucking got Get Out, and then he now he did put um, the other one. The I don't know the one with the mask, bro. The one with the face. It's called us. Not something. That's just us. <laughs> he came out with us as well, which was really creepy and cool. Cool. Good Seems stuff. like it came from a dream. But look, there's one there's one thing I want to address, actually. To all of you beautiful people out there who love to send feedback about the uh, podcast. Uh-oh. He's doing it. And you're sending it directly to individuals such as <clears throat> Frank. <laughs> Frankie P. You're fucking us up. <laughs> no, no. I'm just... <laughs> no. Do do us the favor, do oh, us the favor. Man. Share this feedback. I feel as like you I'm, do. On, I'm on. The, I'm on. I feel like I'm on the side of McDonald's right now with a paper cup. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you feel like you're on Jerry Springer. Um, so, <laughs> no, but for real, like it helps the podcast out if you share that on the social. Yeah, That's all yeah, I want to say. It does. It does. And for me, I'm just humbled, man. I'm humbled by the feedback. I love it. I love when you guys do it. I always do. My part in letting, making sure that the other half of the show is fully aware of how you guys are feeling. Because I think it's good for us to know and we appreciate it. But I'm just the type of person that after you send that lovely comment. And even if it isn't lovely, Cynic said it. Like, tell us you hate us. Tell us something though, right? Even if it isn't, man, it's all love. We respect that. You know, we're not for everybody and, and that's okay. You know? 
and moving on. But for me, it's it's hard for me to be like, well, do you mind uh, going on social media and putting that in the comment? Because it's, know. you know. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah, you're doing the dirty work and we appreciate you. But I just appreciate the people reaching out and enjoying it. Because at the end of the day, it's me me and Cynic just want you to enjoy the content. Hopefully, it kind of has you disconnect for the hour that you're with us and you learn some shit and you laugh a little bit and, and it makes your day a little better. That's the At the core of it, that's all we want. So rather you go on social media or not, for us, it's not life or death. But the way this is structured, you know, when other people see you like it, it does help the show. It does say, hey, man, what, what do they have there? Let me give it a listen. And this is kind of the, the way certain people are feeling. So Cynic is right in that. Um, but whatever, you know, it's all good, man. As long as you guys are enjoying it, fuck it. Frank feels a little bit bad about it. So I'm just going to say again, just <laughs> go to the social media and share that feedback and use a few hashtags or whatever it is your generation does to get the word out. It's like the whole cup of coffee thing, like buying us a cup of coffee, you know, like at the end of the day, I just want you guys to enjoy the show. But I get it. I get it. I think the bigger that we get, obviously, the you know, there is more funding that comes into it as far as promotions and shit. Right. Like on a small on a small level, we can wing it with what with what me and you have contributed. Right. But as it grows, you can't we can't keep doing that. It's not feasible. So. I get it, and we do have that whole thing set up, but I'm never going to ask you, hey, can you come and give us a dollar? Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to do it, do it, but I don't, we're not here for that. We're here We're here for you guys. But again, if we talk about growth, that, that's another thing that I think good opportunity to bring up, the cup of coffee. That's right. Um, I always feel weird about that because, you know, I wouldn't, in regular life, I wouldn't ask you for a dollar, you know? So it's hard for me to be like, hey, guys, if you can give us a cup of coffee. Like we're over here starving, you know what I mean? You know the cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Next episode, I'm gonna have a cup of change right here, man. (laughs) Trading places with Eddie Murphy. That's what I think of. I'm on the side of freaking the cup of coffee thing. It's just that's just a a nice addition. Like we don't. That's not that important. I really would be more. Satisfied if people would just share whatever the feedback, like you said, good, bad, indifferent, on the social media. That's all. That's all. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. It'll be good. All right. Cool. We appreciate you guys, though. So I got today's quote. Quote. Shall we? Shall we hit that? Let's bless him, man. And I just broke into the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for you. This is why we need funding, people. You're funny, man. All right, man, go ahead, dude. All right, <laughs> so today's quote is from... <laughs> so uh, let me give you a little context. So this weekend, we were visiting um, a school nearby here with my son. They had an, uh, like an open door, what do they call it? Open house. Open house, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we went into the classroom where they were doing the... Where the English class was, they had some stuff on the walls where some projects that they were doing, one of them, they were like doing something around the around happiness the term happiness so that was kind of in my head so today's quote is related to that oh, what, what? Mm, it's right. a quote from charles dickens right, and it goes is. happiness is a gift and the trick is not to expect it but to delight in it when it comes did you just burp in the middle of my quote what the <laughs> f- god damn son you savage, son. This mic picks up everything, man. He was like, yo, this makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the coffee, man. It's the coffee. The pumpkin creamer. Pumpkin spice. Yo. <laughs> what I was going to say before you completely called me out. 
sorry for the unprofessionalism. <laughs> what I was gonna say is I'm 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 pleasantly surprised. <laughs> pleasantly surprised that you brought something so uplifting to the mic. It's refreshing, Cynic. Huh? You're usually like we're gonna die. Are you trying to say I'm not- <laughs> eh, you're not the most positive person. You know what I mean? Like we're doomed. Like if the asteroid's coming, let's just go to the beach. You know, type of guy. No, but. I mean, I, I, I will acknowledge uh, happiness and, you know, things that make me happy. It's just the problem comes when when we lose sight of, of things like this quote, when we, you know, when, when it's like everyone thinks that you have to be happy all the time and everyone's chasing happiness. I think that quote sums it up well, because I actually was talking to my wife about something like this recently. Sometimes things are just plain shit. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're great. Whatever they are, like enjoy whatever you have now like the moment now good or bad whatever it is maybe you don't enjoy it but just accept it and when the shit's over even if it was a good a good encounter a good memory that that you know whatever i told her let it die let that shit that happened die because when you hold on to that whether it's positive stuff then you're always longing for it again it's never going to come back the same way again and if it's negative stuff it's just going to screw you up you know, so that's why I like this quote. Uh, that's a beautiful listen, listen, cynic. Hey, I, li- I know your depth. All right, you were my first best friend. I know, I know your soul. But I'm glad that you, you know, you're able to bring something like that to the mic. Cause typically I'm somebody who would bring something like that. But it shows that you're fucking human, bro. You know, and you're not just <laughs> this robot. And I love that people are getting that side of you. And that was a beautiful explanation. That get that ties into the don't get too high, don't get too low, right? I think one of the key things you said there that even if it was a great experience, you got to let that shit go because then you're always longing for that again. And then you're not really happy, you know, being in the moment. And sometimes we think that happiness is there, right? And happiness could be here where we are right now and the pursuit of getting there. What if we die tomorrow? Then what? Great quote. Great explanation. I'm sure the people will enjoy that, my man. Thank you so much. Thank yes, you so sir. Much. Thank you. All right, in. folks. I feel sorry for your mother. You remember Menace to Society? What you say about my mama fool? In there, when I feel sorry I for your mother. Hurry up and buy. What you say about my mama fool? And he blasts him right there. Those are the type of movies yeah. we grew up with. We weren't watching Moana or, or Toy yeah, Story. We were watching Menace to Society. And not the comedy, Menace to Society while drinking juice in the hood and the longest title ever. <laughs> not that one with the Waynes brothers. Menace to society. Yeah, juice. Computer love. Computer. Remember juice? Remember Dayton's? Of course, juice. New man. Jack City. Come on, juice with with Tupac, New Jack with Wesley. Classics. Mm-hmm. That's what we grew up to, son. And Method Man, Wu Tang. We out of here, son. Ooh, son. Ooh. M E T H O D. Man, thanks for hanging tight, guys. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you on the other side, man. We will. We'll catch you again um, next week, two weeks. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. Hey, look, if we don't die on the 18th, hopefully we'll see you soon. How about that? <laughs> but it will be at the same time on the same channel. Yes, sir. Take care of yourselves and each other, man. We catch you. Choose. Peace.
raw dog like the Frank's ain't cooked. 